are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Hello, welcome to the Informative Conversations podcast show. My guest today is Patty Scallon. Patty is the owner of Synergistic Health. She is also a joy promoter and health and wellness mentor. Welcome, Patty. Well, thank you, Jacqueline. I'm so excited to be here. It's an honor to be here. Thank you for accepting my invitation. I want to discuss with Patty her five pillars of health. But before we get started, Patty, would you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my journey has been very varied. Uh, My first career was in banking and I knew I didn't want to be behind a desk for um, indefinitely. So I started getting interested in alternative health. And that's where I've been for the last 20 years. It has become my passion to help people create that vibrant life. I had a holistic wellness center for 10 years. And then a little over three years ago, I closed the center and I moved to the beach. And so now I just spend my days helping people create that ultimate health. Oh, great. Great. Okay. So I want to let um, my listeners know, full disclosure, that Patty and I are associates in a first and only company that distributes holistic health products at the cellular level. I asked her more so to be a guest also because of a situation that I had, a health situation that I had just recently, and Patty was able to help me with that and give me a diagnosis that I could not get from the doctor. So before we go into that, I want to begin with the five pillars of health. Patty, you say um, that we can live younger, longer. What does that really mean? Right. So living younger, longer is being able to engage in life, like fully engage having the energy to play with children or with grandchildren, be free of pain and live without medications because there's not a medication out there that does not have a side effect. So for me, it means just being able to fully engage in life. And then also there's that health aspect, but there's the wealth aspect. So also having the means to do that. So that's Mm -hmm. what I consider living younger, longer. Oh, wow. So um, we're going to just step right in. So your first one, the first pillar of health is hydration. So speak to that. So, you know, our bodies are largely water, 75 to 80%, I think is is the number they talk about. So when we're even slightly dehydrated, it affects everything, starting with the brain. Like a lot of times, mid-afternoon, for instance, will feel a little bit almost like a brain fog or a little sleepy. Well, that could be simply because 
you're not hydrated. Drink a glass of water and see how much better you'll feel. It also affects our digestion. You know, um, just being able to break down our food and the nutrients and also our bowel movements. If we don't have fluid in our systems, then that's not going to happen. So it's really important for there. Um, also, when you, you'll get more energy when you're fully hydrated because dehydration actually slows our circulation and it slows that flow of oxygen to our brain. Mm. I also talk about how it helps with weight loss. It's not just about feeling fuller, which is good. You know, you drink a glass of water before you eat, you'll probably eat less, but it also boosts your metabolism. Mm. And then here's an interesting thing with joint pain. Cartilage is over 80% of water. So when we're dehydrated, are our joints a little achier? Possibly. And probably, I would say. And then obviously our skin, you know, that's the largest, largest organ that we have. When you're dehydrated, you can tell by the wrinkles in your arms or on your hands or whatever, you know what I mean? And then every single organ, you know, our heart, our kidneys, there's, there's nothing that's not impacted by it. So, I mean, water is truly the elixir of life. Mm. We need to be drinking. The recommended amount is half our body weight in ounces. So Mm. I know a lot of people are drinking not even near that and they need to work on that. But I also know there are people that are drinking more than that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend that because what happens is if you drink more than the body really needs to function, you're going to begin to flush valuable minerals and vitamins Mm -hmm. out of your body. So again, kind of zero into that half of your body weight in ounces. That's a good number to, to go with. Right. And that was one of the things you diagnosed about me. I was so busy trying to do the right thing that I was overdoing it and drinking too much water. Okay. So now let's go to number two, movement. Okay. This is a biggie because today so many people are just sitting in their their seats. They work really hard and then they're too tired to go and exercise. So then they plop on the sofa for the rest of the day. Our bodies are not getting the exercise we need. And, you know, we don't have to be warriors about this, but we need to have movement. It helps us control our weight, obviously, and there's health conditions and diseases. It also improves our mood, you know, like when we're just not feeling great, take a little bit of a walk. You'd be surprised at how that will make you feel better emotionally and also boosting your energy. Uh, It also promotes better sleep. A lot of people have trouble sleeping. And Mm -hmm. one of the reasons is, is there was not enough movement during the day. Mm -hmm. Going from your office chair to your sofa Mm -hmm. and then to bed, where did you burn off any of that energy? That's Mm -hmm. one of the reasons people wake up. Also really impactful with sex, because again, it's a circulation thing. The more circulation you get, the more active you'll get in that area. And, you know, sometimes even just 10 to 15 minutes a day could make a big difference. You know, Mm -hmm. we don't have to be doing an hour, but I I work with this little exercise program that I have on my computer and it's Mm -hmm. called Svelte. That's S-V-E-L-T-E. This Mm -hmm. is a wonderful little program, inexpensive but they've got seven minute workouts. So if I'm sitting at my desk and I'm here for, you know, like two hours and I haven't really had a break, as soon as I get a break, even if it's just 
15 minutes or 30 minutes, I'll click that little thing and just go right back here in my office and do the little workout. Like who, you know, people say, well, I'm too tired or I don't have time. Mm -hmm. You know what? Seven to 15 minutes. Everybody has time for that. And are you worth it? Right. Right. Uh, But now, Patty, I, I know that exercise is important. I've always known that it's important. I didn't realize before, uh, let's just say these past couple of years with the lockdown, how much I did not move. It it seems as if I started moving even less during that time. But the problem for me is once you get out of it, it's so hard to get back in it. And if you have um, like setbacks, like a, a illness or something, which has happened to so many of us, we get out of the routine and it's, 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 it's almost as if it's always something that interrupts that. Um, even just walking around the house. So do you have anything that you can say? I know you just talked about the seven minute, but, and I know you talked about the importance of it, but a lot of it is, is in the mind. Sure. Well, but let me just say about, before we get to the mind part, okay. When we don't move, our muscles are atrophying. We Mm. are losing muscle mass constantly. Don't ever think that we're standing still where we are. We are not. We are slipping backwards. We're not moving forward. And you know what, Jacqueline? The truth is, is it's a decision. Are you important enough to do this? We have to make up our minds because when it comes to all of these pillars of health, we have a responsibility. And the truth is, is if we don't invest the time and the money into health care, we will be spending time and money in sick care. Oh, so, wow. so we have a choice. What, yeah. what do you want to choose? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I agree that it's hard to get back into it. But if you make up your mind in the morning that there's no and, if, or but, you're going to put mm-hmm. 10 minutes into it mm-hmm. and make a little paper and put it over your desk if you are at a desk or wherever and put that little X and then tomorrow do it, put that little X. There's a book out there called this consistency chain. And it says, if you do three days and you put that X on that piece of paper where you visually see it, right? you're not going to want to miss that X the next day. Yes, yes, yes. Right? Yes. So it is a mindset thing, but there will be a price to pay if we don't take responsibility, the only, you know, and my son has this saying, the more you do, the more you do. Right. And, right. And it can work in the other direction, but mm. the, but the minute you start to do it, you go, you'll feel better, not just physically, but in your mind, you'll go, okay, I did that today. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you kind of, you get those little endorphins from it that will hopefully make you want to do it the next day. But, you know, we, we all, make excuses. There truly is no excuse whatsoever, unless somebody's ill, that you can't put 10 to 15 minutes aside a day. There's no, there's truly no legitimate reason unless you are ill. All right. Okay. Well, thank you. All right. So the third pillow of health is sleep. Oh, sleep. (laughs) Sleep is a big, big thing. Mm -hmm. You know, um, deep sleep is so important for physical, 
emotional, and spiritual well-being. Mm. It's a time when our body slows down, gets to that really nice, quiet place where it begins the process of renewal. Mm. This is where our blood gets cleaned. This is where mm. we detox that blood system. It mm. regenerates our cells and it also repairs tissues. So if you're not sleeping, you're losing all those benefits. It impacts our immune system. So, you know, today, lack of deep sleep over time can lead to obesity, diabetes, Alzheimer's, mm. heart disease. These are all leading killers, you know? Mm. The leading cause of death t- today um, is heart disease, cancer, diabetes, um, stroke, and Alzheimer's. Well, mm-hmm. you, you know, this is one, I mean, all of the pillars of health are going to affect those. And, and we'll touch base on that when we get to um, a, another piece here. But sleep is just so important. And so, you know, well, what can I, what can I do and how much should I sleep? Well, the recommended amount is seven to eight hours. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people out there who go, oh, well, I only get five hours. And they really wear it like a badge of honor. Right. It is anything but. It is anything mm. but. Now, I do believe as we get older, we might need a little bit less sleep, but we still need a certain amount so that we get to that piece. Because, you know, really, like in that seven or eight hours, only two hours are deep sleep, which is where mm. the major healing goes on. I mm. mean, we benefit from everything. I mean, you know yourself, if you had a bad night's sleep, you're not too pleasant to be around the next day, right? Mm, right. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so we have we have to be aware of that. But anyway, so the seven to eight minutes, seven to eight hours. If you're not getting that, start slowly to increase your amount. You can't say, well, if you go to bed at eleven o'clock, well, I'm going to go to bed at ten o'clock. That's probably not going to work. You're probably going to mm-hmm. wake up after you're asleep in just a couple hours because that's too right. Shift. So do it in 15 minute intervals, go to bed mm. at quarter of 11 tonight and stay uh, there for a week or so, and then maybe go to bed at 1030. Oh, that's good. Yeah. The other thing is calm your system down, turn off the phone, turn off your computer. And if you can turn off the television, let mm. your system just calm down a little bit. Um, maybe even just listen to a little bit of relaxing music if that's a struggle mm. for you. Um, mm. But there are ways to do that. Yeah, a good bath. What do you say to people, um, well, like myself that I've gone through, is when you're going through the menopause symptoms and you wake up in the middle of the night, you know, because you're hot, you know, that I, I used to, you know, what do you, and, and sometimes it's hard to get back to sleep. Right, right. What do you say to them? Right. Well, you know, it's it's a little bit tricky. You know, you and I have a product that can really help with right. that and has really made a huge difference in a lot of people that are dealing with this. Right. I also know that um, menopause, any women's issue, has a lot to do with protein. Mm. So, you know, I would increase your amount of protein if you can, because I believe that that helps with all of the menopause symptoms. Mm. Um, but I, I also want to, you know, caution people, like a lot of people will take just melatonin and, you know, that's not always a good thing to do when they're taking too much. So Mm. you want to find a healthier way 
to deal with that. And and as we said, you know, we certainly have something that could help. Right. Right. Okay. All right. The fourth pillar of health is stress management. And boy, is this not huge today. It is, but in more ways than you even know. So let me explain. First of all, occasional stress is normal. We're human beings. You know, we're going to have those issues. But the key is using tools to handle those. And we'll get to those in a minute. But because I want to bring up the fact of chronic stress is what's really dangerous. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And chronic stress is what's laying, I feel today, it's just right under the surface where, you know, many moons ago, that stress would kick in when a bear was chasing us, right? And we'd have to produce that cortisol so we run. We don't have that anymore. We have our own pressures that we put on ourselves, that Mm -hmm. stress level that keeps us in that constant place of stress where we're constantly producing cortisol, which is damaging, so Mm -hmm. damaging. All those um, illnesses that I mentioned to you, the, the heart disease, the cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's, do you know what they all have in common? Inflammation. And what causes that? Stress. But here's the thing, Jacqueline, stress is just not emotional stress. That's what everybody thinks of. Okay. When you say stress, they think of emotional stress, but there's mechanical stress, which means physical, our bodies, how are we using our bodies or how Mm. aren't we using our bodies that produces stress. Mm. Then there's nutritional stress. Mm. What are we putting in our bodies? What are we not putting our, in our bodies that are causing this inflammation? And we'll get to that nutritional piece. And then, mm-hmm. and then finally, there's environmental stress. We have toxins in the air. We have toxins in the water. We have toxins in the soil where our food is grown. Mm-hmm. We have toxins in our cleaning products. These are all stressors that cause inflammation in our bodies that in turn cause these diseases. And, and so, Patty, uh, some of these we can't avoid. Like you take someone that's uh, uh, dealing with uh, a sick loved one, you know, and or someone simply who doesn't get enough sleep at night, but they still have to get up in the morning and go to work to provide for their family right. um, or for their life. Right. And when you talk about the toxins, we can't avoid those. Well, we can, we can help, you know, there are cleaning products out there that don't have chemicals in it. We can buy organic food that isn't grown in, in toxic soil. We can stop Mm -hmm. using things like Roundup, things like that. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? There are, yeah, we're not going to avoid it totally, but we can have filter systems for our water. There are some things that we can do, mm-hmm. but, you know, let me just get back to the actual emotional stress. Like you said, we, we have situations in life that cause this stress that we have to deal with, right? like caring for a, a sick one, or maybe a mom that has three little children that are running around. Right. So the, the things that I try and, and help people as far as having tools is breathe. Our Mm. breath is so powerful. And even if you just take a minute, close your eyes 
and take mm-hmm. six deep breaths, it can bring that stress level down. Now, when I say deep breaths, here's the problem that a lot of people do because everybody's always rushing around, right? That breath can't come from your chest. That breath mm-hmm. needs to come from your belly, okay? Mm-hmm. You know, when you watch a little child and you see them breathing, their belly goes in and out and in and out. Mm-hmm. That's what air should be doing. So I would suggest to people, put your hand on your stomach underneath your breast, right? Mm-hmm. And take a deep breath. Is that hand going out? Because if not, then it's your chest that's gone up and down and you're not getting the healthy breath that you need. When you breathe shallow in your chest, that air isn't getting down into your lungs. And when the air does get down into your lungs, it pushes the toxins out of your lungs and out of your body. So we need to be doing deep breaths, even just a half a dozen at a time. It's really important to do that. Um, another thing that we can do is check our attitude, right? When we have pressing things in our lives and we all do for at one time or another, we can go at it with the attitude is, oh my goodness, I can't believe I've got to do this. Or we can come from a place that's saying, God, give me the strength. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this to please you. Or, how, or whatever it is that you, you know, we can change our attitude because sometimes we just can't change a situation. So right. we have to just say to ourselves, I'm grateful that I'm being able to help this person. Mm. Whatever you can do to shift that attitude will make a difference. The other thing is set priorities. You know, we all mm. say, well, I've got 10 things to get done today. And so you stress over that, right? Well, how about if you make a list of those 10 things and then make the top three, what are the top three things that you need to get done? And I would suggest doing them first because when you don't, you put out a pressure because you still have to get to it. You still have to get to it. Do those things first. And then as you can check off any of the other ones, wonderful, but at least you got the three major ones done, right? That alleviate some stress. The other thing is to get organized. I mean, sometimes our desk looks like a cyclone hit it. And and I'm guilty of this. I am. (laughs) Right. But then when we're trying to do something and we can't find what we need, that's undue stress. So maybe Mm -hmm. take a few minutes and get ourselves a little more organized will help. Now, here's another one. This is a biggie. Learn how to say no gracefully. Mm. It took me until I was in my 40s to learn this lesson. There's a whole thing around archetypes. There's four basic archetypes that we all have. The child, the victim, the saboteur, and the prostitute. So the prostitute Mm -hmm. is the one that I'm going to talk about right now. The prostitute is where we feel that if a need is put in front of us, it's our obligation Mm -hmm. to fill that need, even Mm -hmm. if it's at the 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 um sacrifice of ourselves or our family. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the right thing to do for for two reasons. You know, it isn't fair to yourself or your family if it's going to cause that stress, which is dangerous, mm-hmm. I want to remind mm-hmm. you. But also what I learned is sometimes I prevented someone from learning an important lesson because I mm-hmm. jumped in and took care of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's not always our job. 
And it's okay that if somebody calls you up and says, hey, Patty, we're having a cake sale tomorrow. Can you bake a cake for us? It's all right to say, I would love to help you, and I, but I just can't do it tonight. Uh, call me the next time. It's okay to do mm-hmm. that. It's really okay to do that. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. to honor ourselves first. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then with those other things, honestly, I learned when I learned that lesson, I would literally take a step back and say, God, is this for me to handle? Mm. And you get an answer because sometimes it is. Sometimes it absolutely Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. But listen to that inner voice. You know, you're going to hear that answer. The other thing, listen to music. Even when you're caring for that person and you're so stressed, put music on. Mm. Music has a higher vibration. And actually, classical music music has an even higher vibration. Mm. Mm -hmm. So sometimes just listening to um, any kind of music would just just help you get past that struggle. Right. And then the other thing, use those tools. Talk to a friend. Talk to a counselor. Don't be afraid to go right. to you know? Mm-hmm. Um, or And then there are those tools like yoga, exercise, emotional freedom techniques. Some people know that as EFT or tapping. There's a lot of tools out there to help us deal with stress on the spot. But we have yeah. to be willing to put ourselves a little bit first because then everybody else will benefit from that. I had to learn to ask for help, but also receive help when someone offers. I had to reduce my pride to say, yes, you can help me. And when someone said to me, is there anything I can do? I had to get to a point where I said, yes, this is where areas I need help. Right. Um, so. I think a lot of people struggle with that. But let me give you one additional uh, perspective on that. Mm. When you say no to someone who wants to help you, you're denying them the mm-hmm. joy right. of helping you. Right, right. And it is a joy to be able to help others. And exactly. it, it, it's always been a joy to me. But you have to get to a point where you can't always be the giver to really know how to give is to have been put in a situation of having to receive. Once you've been a person that's been in a situation that knows how to receive, you are sensitive to people that you're giving to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. It's a big one. Okay. And now our fifth one, and this is huge for me, is nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. Nutrition, you know, diet, Related chronic diseases cost the United States economy $1 trillion a year. Diet related, right? Mm. So, I mean, that's massive. And and that does, you know, that um, comes into the leading causes of death, the heart disease, the um, cancer, diabetes, Alzheimer's. They're all related, right? So, what is a good diet? We've got the macronutrients, we've got the micronutrients. So you're talking about your protein, your carbs, your fats, quality proteins, whenever possible, get grass-fed meats, get ones like chicken that doesn't have the pro, um, the antibiotics and things like that. Be conscious of those because it makes a difference. If you're eating chicken that they pumped with antibiotics, guess what? You're eating antibiotics. 
Right. right, It it is being conscious of what we're eating and the carbs, you know, the simple carbs with, you know, sugars, cookies, cakes, those kind of things. They really should be a once in a while thing because they're not good for us. And the processed food today is just so dangerous. It's laden with chemicals and preservatives. So when we eat those foods, we're eating chemicals right? Mm, Which is going to cause inflammation in the body. So we have to pay attention to that. And then the oils, you know, we should have a ratio. The, the, we need oil, we need healthy fats. Okay. And there's the omega threes and then there's the sixes and we need to have a balance of two to one. Well, in our country, we're 19 to one eating, eating unhealthy fats. People, you know, you, you see, um, advertisement and it says, you know, canola oil, healthy. No, it's not. Canola mm-hmm. oil is not healthy. But because somebody reads it on a package, they think that it is. Olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil. I know you use grapeseed oil. Grape-seed. There are healthy oils out there. And we should have at least a tablespoon of a healthy oil. Grass-fed butter is is wonderful. So check what oils you're using and get vegetable oils out of your diets. Even things like, you know, we buy these frozen French fries. Well, I don't buy them anymore. I make my own and I cook them in olive oil. And they're, first of all, they're delicious, but I know I'm not putting chemicals in my body. So there are ways. Does it take a little more time? Of course. I think that we have come to a place where we want everything to be convenient. Started with the fast food restaurants back in the 50s. They really started in the 30s, but they became a mainstay, I think, in the 50s. Oh, you know, just quick, go buy Burger King or McDonald's or whatever. But look what you're eating, you know? Okay, so Patty, I'm listening to you and and I'm certain that there are some some parents, whether they're, and especially if if they're couples, if they're single parents, and I, I'm certain that listening to this is probably stressing them out because, you know, for example, if you think, I used to think canola oil was healthy. Sure. You know, absolutely. How, how do you know when it, when everything is being promoted that it's healthy? And then, so then all of a sudden, several years later, you find out it's not healthy. Correct. I, I can remember when my daughter was younger and there were little girls, and, and I'm talking five and six year old, and we, uh, there was this thing going around where you could smell that their arm, um, they had um, odor under their armpits, and we were like, what is going on? And then we were told to use baking soda and so forth. And after so many little girls that this was happening to, and the parents started talking, and we were talking with the pediatricians, it was the food that they were eating. Like you said, like the chicken. And when you see these little girls and their breasts are starting to develop, well, it's because the foods that they're eating, just yeah. like you said, what is it, whatever is going into those foods are also going into our Absolutely. bodies. Well, milk is a big thing, you know, because now they want the cows to mass produce. So they pump them full of hormones and antibiotics and then you're right. Our little girls by nine years old have breast. Why? This is why. Same thing with the, you know, with some of the meat sources. So I, I understand that this may not be easy to hear, but as I said, and I think I said in the beginning, and if I didn't, I'll say it now, you have a choice to invest in healthcare 
or you're going to invest in sick care. And when I say invest, I mean time and money. Just like the little French fry story. Is it time investment? Yes. I have to boil the, slice up the potatoes, boil them a little bit, and then put them in the olive oil. So yeah, does it take me a few more minutes? Yeah, but I know I'm doing what's good for our bodies. Right. And and, and I get that and I understand that. Um, and I know it, it's a transition and, and, and it takes time to yes. do that. But I'm thinking about that that parent that's already stretched to the mass. And so one of the things that I used to do is I started using frozen vegetables and um, maybe having a prep day, a day that you prep yeah. the meals for the week, because that's something I have to work on even now with, with myself. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, meals. I actually feel that frozen vegetables are absolutely as good as fresh. And I'll tell you why. Mm. When a lot of these fruits and vegetables, they irradiate them to kill bacteria so that they can be on the shelf longer. Mm-hmm. But when you have frozen food, they harvest it, they blanch them, and they put them there. So you've got the vitamins and minerals. Yeah, it's the canned vegetables you don't want because they've got extra uh, salt and all that kind of thing. But frozen vegetables are wonderful. They are absolutely wonderful. So um, I agree. And I try to tell people that the best way to shop is on the perimeter of the store, not in the center aisles, except for the frozen, because I do, you know, I'm really fully supportive of that. But most of your shopping should be on the outside. All right. So the other thing is, is we need vitamins and minerals and we're not getting them. Even if you eat a clean diet, you're not getting enough of them. I truly believe that we need to supplement. And we need to supplement with a quality product, not something that you've bought at a box store. Mm. But we, you know, our soil is depleted today because they do bumper crops back to back to back, right? And they treat the soils and they don't allow the vegetables that are still on the trees to die and go back down and nourish the um, the, the soil so that the next crop has those. So mm. think about getting a quality supplement I really do believe that we all need a probiotic because our gut health is so, so important. Mm. It's linked to everything. Depression is the gut issue. Inflammation Mm. is a gut issue. Leaky gut, autoimmune, they're all gut issues. So Mm. a probiotic, and, and, and if you can, like we take a quality one that has prebiotics and probiotics, it's a phenomenal product. We need to get our gut healed. So many things are linked to that. So as you said, women may be getting a little overwhelmed with this. Yes. Just start small. Work on getting sugar out of your diet. And don't go to those pink, blue, and yellow packets because they're even more dangerous. I'd rather you have sugar than than those. But things like stevia or a pure maple syrup, things like that that you can use as sweeteners. Limit your processed food. Again, start small. If you can just take a few things out and then work your way down. Take a quality supplement, especially that probiotic and the vitamin mineral one, and drink more water. And so that's how just, you know, start small and build to it and know that you're doing yourself and your family a good thing. Yeah. Okay. And so what what about um, these family restaurants that that have the vegetables, you know, they have the green leafy vegetables, they have the 
um, healthy meats. They have cooks that cook every day. What about those? Well, I know that even the fast foods are now offering some healthy choices, but you have to choose those. Right, right, right. right. Yes, you know, you get the salad with the chicken on it or things like that. It's the the foods that are fried in these terrible oils, you know, right. and, and some of them are processed meat. They're not real meat. They're processed. Mm-hmm. So um, there are healthy choices out there. Absolutely. And, and listen, there's going to be times like I don't eat sugar, but if I go to somebody's house and they baked a cake, I'm going to have that piece of cake, but that's going to mm-hmm. be a treat. That's not going to be something that I eat on a daily basis. So to recap, Patty's five pillars of health are hydration, movement, sleep, stress management, and nutrition. You bet. So now I'm going to switch gears and talk a little bit about me. As I said before, Patty and I are um, partners in distributing a holistic product that's the first of its kind and it's cell signaling product. But I was recently put on some medication by a doctor and it was a statin. And it was because my symptoms were hereditary. And uh, that medication just caused me tremendous harm. I mean, I started losing weight. I didn't have an appetite. I had my bones were just aching me. And I I said, God, I feel as if I'm starting over from point one, um, just hurting me. So even though I was taking good supplements and I knew these supplements were good, one medication can just cause your body to go off balance. And I, I want to bring this up because I was able to advocate for myself. You know, I, I talked with you and finally you said, Jacqueline, send me the medications you're on. And I sent you a list and and we met um, on Zoom and you said, Jacqueline, after assessing everything, I see that really you're you're undernourished. You know, you're trying so hard to eat right and eliminate this and eliminate that, that you're not giving your body the proper nutrients that it needs. But I I bring this up because um, eventually I had to call them and say, I can't take this. This is causing me more harm than good. And are there other supplements or something else that I can take? And of course they were able to name other things but I thought this this is a horrible medication. And I had read this in a book about the statins, but I was able, like I said, to advocate for myself. I think about the people I have friends who are advocating for their parents. You know, just one medication has just thrown their parents off. Um, and now they're they're helping them. So would you speak to that part about, you know, a bit how a people who don't have someone to advocate for them. Right. Um, well, I, I believe there are resources out there. Um, and, and you're right. We have to, we kind of have to take responsibility and do a little bit of research. And, you know, when it comes to this type of thing, we've had this conversation. I believe that God made our bodies to heal themselves. Right. But we need to give it the right things. And so we need to do a little bit of research. And and sometimes, you know, doctors put you on medications that are contraindicated for for other things, or maybe with another medication, they clash. And I believe that most medications today should be a short-lived thing for a maybe a crisis moment or something. But most medications 
shouldn't have to be long term. You know, when we deal with things like um, like the high cholesterol and the blood pressure and even our blood sugar, we can take care of that without medications, with the proper diet and exercise and, and getting the right things. I've had many of my customers go off of their medications, certainly under the care of a doctor. You know, it's not for me to say, stop taking a medicine. It's, it's up to them to do it. But what happens is as you start giving your body the right things and your right. body comes into that homeostasis, you'll need less and less of medications and hopefully you'll be able to get off of them. But we do have to take responsibility. And if you're not able to do that, then reach out to somebody that can help you because sometimes it is a simple shift. I know like with when we we talked, one of the things you thought you were doing was good for your body was drinking a lot of water. And you know, hydration is one of my pillars of health, but you can drink too much water. Right, right? right. You want to drink half your body weight in ounces. If you're drinking more of that, you're risking flushing valuable minerals mm-hmm. and vitamins out of your body that you need. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we have to, you know, we just have to learn. And I know that it's challenging because we touched on this, how, you know, we're, we're told that this is healthy and that's healthy. And this right. decade, it's no fats. And this decade, it's right. no carbohydrates and all that. I believe if you're eating quality foods, moderation is your key, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I, we have to learn. We have to investigate. We have to read. And like Maya Angelou says, when we know better, we do better. We do better. Yes, 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 that's true. You think all that we're doing, and when it goes back to you were saying, especially the stress management about the toxins in the air and in the food and in our soil, it's, it's as if, and and it really is. It's it's almost like a job being yes. healthy, staying yes. healthy. Um, it's it's like a job. And I think that, yep. And and I think about the people that, like I said, like our parents uh, who are older or um, just don't have anyone to fight for them. A lot of their illnesses could be eliminated by diet. Oh, absolutely. And you know, I I think of this often when we have our seniors in facilities and they're constantly being fed processed food, but they're feeding their body, but they're not nourishing their bodies. Mm. And then we wonder why all of a sudden they slip into dementia or senility, um, Alzheimer's, those kind of things, because their brain isn't getting the water. It's not getting the healthy fats. This is why I'm really, I'm an advocate of quality supplements. If we have a, 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 a parent or whatever in a facility and you really can't control what they eat, you can get them those supplements. So at least you know that they're getting the vitamins and minerals. You need, at least you know that they're getting healthy fats. If you get a quality omega product with the threes, we have one, the three, fives, and sevens, right? That feeds the brain. And literally, you can take somebody from being almost kind of lost to coming back if you hydrate them and give them that fatty acids, you know? Um, It's just, there are ways to do it. And you're right. We need to advocate for ourselves and learn or reach out to somebody that can help guide us. And, and, And on that note, I want to let my listeners know that if they are interested in learning about this uh, technology, this new cell signaling product that um, you've heard 
Patty and I discuss, you can go to my website, www.informativeconversations.com. So Patty, I want to thank you today for giving your time and sharing all of your knowledge. You know, we are helpers one of another. Uh, It's been a pleasure to be here, Jacqueline. If we can help even just one person get on track, it's worth our time, right? So um, I appreciate you having me and I hope that we've given some insight to people because there is a way to heal our bodies. Patty, I have to ask you this before we leave. Give Give my listeners some words of encouragement. Start small. Small changes can have big impacts. Mm. Oh, that's great. Great. All right. Well, thank you, Patty. You have a great day. All right. You too, Jacqueline. Bye-bye now. Uh-huh. Good. Goodbye. To learn more about this new cell signaling technology and the products Patty and I have mentioned during our discussion, visit my website, www informativeconversations.com. Click on the contact menu, complete the form, and select for your reason for contacting information on redox molecules, and someone will follow up with you. If you would like to reach Patty, you can contact her at pattyscallon.com. That's P-A-T-T-I-S-C-A llan.com. Email patty at pattyscallon.com. The phone number is 302-897-5573. You can also reach Patty on LinkedIn.